0: Sports Podcast.
1: I said, welcome
0: to, "Welcome to, the
1: Dirty Sports Podcast with Andy Ruther Prano. Welcome, to, welcome to, the
2: Dirty Sports Podcast.
0: Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. I am your host, Andy Ruther. Coming to you live from Cincinnati, Ohio, with my co-host from Los Angeles, California, Joey Nochelprano.
2: Good morning, Andrew. Happy opening day. That's right, man. For everybody but my
0: team. Well, it was snowing here this morning, so Cincinnati. Is
2: Cincinnati always have a home game for opening day.
0: Correct. Every year. Some Since they the. First team. Well, they're the, the first team in baseball.
2: Well, they're not the first team in baseball. They're the first professional team in baseball.
0: Founded in 1869. Yeah. And and think, to be I, honest. I don't,
2: I don't think one day the Cincinnati Reds just
0: showed up and they're like, this is baseball. <laughs> well, to be honest, it's the Reds always had the first pitch. Yeah. And that changed in the 90s when they started doing the Japan. And to be honest, that, that's, that was a cool tradition that it didn't matter what time. The first pitch was always thrown out in Cincinnati, and Bud C League—that's another thing he ruined. Add it to the list.
2: Well, I was going—you know—I had a whole thing planned today, Andy. I had my 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 shiny vintage Mets jacket. I had my blue and orange Mets hat. I had a jersey, and then I was like, "Well, now I have to go with the black Mets hat in honor of the death of my team's opening day because." Day one, game one, DeGrom start one. We got COVID. COVID. COVID again. COVID. Just not going to fucking stop this year.
0: We really got to replace Kobe with COVID. 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 Yeah, it's a bummer, man. It's a Uh bummer,
2: especially because big, big news yesterday. Mets. The Mets players were even tweeting about how excited they were, how stoked they were. The deal got done. Lindor gets signed. The talk was before opening day. You know, had he not been, had he not been signed last night, re, you know, extended last night, I would have, I would have called this COVID uh, cancellation suspect. I would have been like, oh, is Steve Cohen giving guys COVID just to? you know, get an extra day on this. We must have the contract done before opening day deadline that he's been presented with, but it got done pre-cancellation and every Mets fan is stoked and we get canceled anyway. The Grom day canceled.
0: Why? What's the deal?
2: What's the deal with the the cancellation? Well, I didn't
0: because I didn't see that somebody had it.
2: I, I guess some Nationals players. Oh, have they it, did. Have it. Yeah. Or, or you know, contact tracing or somebody in the organization or whatever. You know, the hot dog lady. Um,
0: this stuff is such bullshit. COVID. I'm just going to yeah. say it's such bullshit. It really is. It's such bullshit at this point. I'm sick of it all. I'm, dude, at some point we have to believe in. we have to understand just. I feel like I've, I've held back a lot, but I'm just sick of. You know, I witnessed it firsthand as a third grade basketball coach. You see it every day. You can't tell me you're on the court playing and then you have to wear a mask and be 30 feet apart.
2: Well, for sure. I, I think I, the, but, I think but the annoying is, it's, thing it's it's,
0: it's it's bullshit, dude. And, and you're talking about a guy, obviously, who it's touched home. But like at a certain point, we have to use logic. And, and the minute you say, oh, it's it, oh, you're I'm not an anti-masker at all. I'm full masker, but I'm a logic person.
2: I think the frustrating thing is that depending on the sport, depending on the situation, depending on who gets it and who doesn't, everything's handled completely different. Um, I think, you know, we just need some consistency. Justin Turner, he can play in the world series, but then we're going to take him out, but then he can go back out, but then he can't like, basically if this was a world series game, they would have played it today and they would have tested it. It's like, just test everybody. Now, you know, do they have these rapid tests? They've been using them in baseball for over a year now, test them. And if everybody, whoever comes back clean can play and whoever comes back dirty can't, but the idea that, you know, if it's a world series, Justin Turner can stay out there until his final at bat, then we're going to pull him. But during the regular season if Justin Turner gets it they they're going to cancel the next 5 games for the Dodgers.
0: Exactly. And that's all I'm trying to say
2: is now it did it did lead to Justin Turner murdering Tommy Lasorda so you got to be careful with these things. Too soon. Too
0: soon. Oh, we do we we, we don't know that to, to, to be straight up like we don't know exactly if there was tracing there. But they'll we never do. With, with, sort of, sort of. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, he was very old. He's very old. He was celebrating on the field, and two days later, he was in the hospital.
0: You can see my frustration, though, right? Yeah. I'm just like,
2: my frustration. I mean, I I understand too. It's just, I just think that there should be a a process in place
0: because, Joe, it it goes beyond sports. That's my whole point. It just, it goes beyond, like I said, people want to just like quickly label you something if you question something i don't know man like when we grew up like you questioned the government and now that same side is like hey do everything they say it's like nah, i don't know about that because there's an difference between taking precaution and just questioning logic that's all i'm saying and a lot of the stuff well, to also me the the other is thing too mean, in, ter-
2: in terms of the government and whatever we just don't have any consistency as as i mean i do and you might but generally people uh, especially when they participating group think don't have anything it's uh you know like there's a subsection of our population if you don't like it move to another country you you don't like capitalism move to china move to Venezuela where they're communists. If you don't like American capitalism. And then we're like, the government says that you have to wear a mask. And it's like, you can't tell me what to do. And it's like, well, if you don't like it, move to somewhere else, you know, no one has any consistency.
0: Well, well, what you're hitting on is the, again, it's the all or nothing, the stupid mentality that we live. Like, well, no, just because I question things doesn't mean I have to leave. It's just, it's just, I think, look, I think I speak for a lot of people. I think we're at our fatigue point of a lot of things that have happened in the last year. And again, I, when I saw that, that the game was canceled, I'm like, and you bring up a great point. If this is the world series, they're not canceling it.
2: I think the frustrating thing is too, is there's not enough people who use common sense. And if everybody did use common sense, it would be easier for the powers that be to then have common sense. But unfortunately, everybody everybody is so reckless with their inconsistencies that now we have to over police people because you can't, people can't be trusted to just be, have common sense.
0: Who was it who had to forfeit in the NCAA tournament? Was that VCU? Yes. Against Oregon state. Against Oregon. Oregon. So it's a smaller school, VCU. I'll ask you this, and then we'll move on. If that school is, let's say, I don't know, Michigan, they have to forfeit. Probably not. Exactly. That's my point.
2: Right. I mean, when it was, you know.
0: VCU, no one cares about. Michigan. Same,
2: Same thing happened all year in football. Some games were canceled. Some games were postponed. Some teams had to play without their quarterback. Some teams didn't some teams. It's just like, just have common sense consistency. That's what's, you know, the struggle. I mean, it's just frustrating. Cause it's opening day. Yeah. It's not that hard.
0: Well, we're supposed to have Eddie ift on the show today. He's a new comedy special, our buddy Eddie ift. And, uh, he'll be joining us later.
2: Famous, famous anti-masker Eddie ift. Is he? No.
0: I know I'm joking. I gave him a a, uh, yell
2: at us for not wearing masks on our podcast.
0: I gave him a text alert, said, join the, join the party. He's still not in the room, but Hey.
2: But anyway, this goes back to the big news, the exciting, the, the, the rug being pulled out from under Mets fans who were excited that uh, Francisco Lindor $341 million for 10 years. There was a, there was a, Serious negotiation. He wanted 12 and 385. And Metz said 10 and 325 final offer. Obviously, it wasn't a final offer. They they end up giving him 16 million more dollars. So that's you know 1.6 million more dollars over the course of 10 years. There's there's you know, it's a little bit deferred, it doesn't officially start till next year, blah blah like. It's kind of crazy that that was the in the end. I gotta say, listen, I, I I tweeted just give pay the man his money because Steve Cohen's fucking got the money. But Steve Cohen, he's a hard he drives a hard bargain, and he ended up it ended up being a lot closer to his number and his years than it did Lindor's number and Lindor's years. So a lot
0: chalk of money, up, man. Shock one up for Uncle Stevie. It's a lot of money. I think these deals are reckless. Yes. Well reckless. Unfortunately,
2: whether or not it's reckless, it's just the standard. At this point, this is what this is what you get. You know, my my buddy texted me last night. He's like, I just don't understand. You know, he's like, Lindor's good, but like 341 million. And I'm like, what you don't understand is that if you hit 285 and hit 30 bombs and play a decent shortstop. That's where the number is now.
0: You know the real winner of all this who's made this happen is the agents. Sure. The agents have gotten these contracts so elevated. And like you said, I get it. The market has now set this standard for someone of his statistical numbers. Like you're saying, if he if he's averaging 285, 29 home runs – so many, what, like 86 RBIs, he's going to get that money
2: and And he can
0: play defense.
2: I think the, you know, in terms of, is it an overpay or is it not an overpay? The thing to remember is this contract is 10 years long. You're essentially paying for six years and you know, you're on the hook probably for four years of money. That isn't it. He's not going to be earning that money in his last three or four seasons. He's not, but you know that, but at the same time, six, seven years from now, I mean, think about where we were six, seven years ago, as opposed to now there was no $350 million Mm -hmm. contracts. There's I mean, you can go back 15 years now and Derek Jeter was getting 190 million to play the worst shortstop that's ever been played. But, you know, so there's, there's, a history of these terrible contracts and going up and up and up.
0: But I would argue that that would make me more prone not to do
2: those. But here's the, here's the reason. The The thing is, is you either do them and you get the guy you want, or you don't do them and you just never pay anybody. You just don't have one of those guys on your team. Um, the Will Pond said last year, why weren't they going to do, you know, a deal with this guy and this guy? Why aren't they paying this and after they did the Grom and and pond said there's not a lot of teams with 30 to 30 million dollar players on it and Steve Cohen's here to say there is yeah and and I'm it now here's where the the question of overpay comes in or not overpay the Philadelphia Phillies paid Bryce Harper now the Philadelphia Phillies are crying poor and Aren't going to be good because they feel like they're hamstrung by the Bryce Harper contract. Well, you gave it to him fucking two years ago. Like, I don't know. Did you not think that he was going to want them? Like, did you not think he was going to take the money? Meanwhile, what I think Mets fans are hoping for is what Yankee fans have been dealing with their whole life. It's not my money. If Hideki Arabu is a fucking bust, who cares? pretend it never happened, get somebody else. So if Lindor works out for five years and then for five years, he's not, and the Mets are, have won a championship. And Steve Cohen, just, I don't give a fuck. Then it's the best deal ever. Yeah. It's not my money. So unless Steve Cohen, is going to make financial decisions six years from now based on this Lindor deal? It's a great deal.
0: It very easily could though.
2: He could, but at the same time, he showed up, he shows up. He's been the owner for a couple months. He's traded for Lindor. He's paid Lindor. He's got the money.
0: I see your point.
2: So I, again, I just, it's not it, my fucking money.
0: It's, it's it, it'd be tough for me to say, Hey, I'm going to waste away three or four years, you know, 90 to 120 million dollars that's a lot of money but hey like you said it's not your money it's his money
2: yeah he has a he has a you know a piece of art in his lawn that's half of lindor's contract
0: so i see eddie ift is joining the waiting room you want you want to bring eddie let's
2: get eddie right in here let's talk to eddie about what he'd do if he had 341 million dollars tomorrow
0: there we go (laughs) he's
2: he's got his wadcast podcast (laughs) background He's here.
0: Can you hear me?
2: Yes, we can.
0: Loud and clear, Hi. Eddie. Hi.
1: Hi, Ruther. How are you, bud? I'm doing well as a white male, cis white male, you know.
2: <laughs> All things considered, you're hanging in there in cis white male world?
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's, it's difficult, you know, these days being a white male. Sometimes. <laughs> we got some- a cis white male trio
2: going on, If
1: Sometimes I can't get an Academy Award. <laughs> Sweet, you hear-
2: sweet Home, Malabama is yeah. your new comedy special.
1: Yeah, um, it is. Uh, you know where I live. I live not in Malibu, but above Malibu in what would be more like Malabama. Um, people go, what's it like up there? I go, well, I live uh, right down the street from Will Smith. And then across the street is a guy who operated on his own testicles. <laughs> <laughs> wait what my neighbor performed surgery on his own testicles why uh obamacare <laughs> he uh, uh what happened was uh he oh that
0: is that a better setting for you guys i like that Match whatever, whatever you want eddie that's that, that's oh yes <laughs> thank you oh my god i'm obsessed for you with guys that guy. who are just listening to audio
2: check out the youtube feed eddie's background is changing and it's just became maybe the best background i've ever seen mm. so anyway uh
1: yeah i asked him i don't know how we got in the conversation he had a hydra cell which i basically is like i googled it and it's some kind of swelling of your balls i have to google everything this guy tells me because one day i was telling him a joke about a uh, true story i said to another friend who's not very smart oh yeah uh this guy got decapitated and uh, he goes, what's that? I go, he got his head cut off. And he goes, were they able to put it back on? <laughs> and I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. They put it back on. They uh, sewed it up. And now he just has to wear mock turtlenecks all the time. And and I'm joking with this guy. And he goes, oh, you know, they can do that. And I'm like, no, they, they, they can't do that. So now I have two friends that believe that they can cut off a head and just reattach it. So he goes, no, no, There's a there's a doctor in Cambodia that's been putting heads back on dogs and sewing them back on <laughs> and i'm like uh, "No, there isn't and he's like i'm telling you so i google it sure enough there's a guy in italy not cambodia so he was wrong there's a doctor in italy that claims that he's putting heads back on dogs um nobody's seen him do it but he says he can do it which i say i can do it
0: too
2: i can do it yeah, yeah. <laughs> on the dog it what,
0: what's the movie where he puts everybody together? The German dude, like their caterpillars. Uh, Frankenstein. No, no, Prana, you know what I'm talking about. Island of Doctor Moreau. No, the horror film where they're all like, like the ones centipede. ass centipede. centipede, human centipede. Yeah, human centipede. That's kind of uh, what it's. That's what it sounds like. It's but like back the sand, the
1: back to his ball
0: sack. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he he
1: a hydrocell is like a swelling of your balls. He was sitting on a chair and his son jumped like down, like up and then down and landed on his ball sack. And it was like foot to ball sack to chair. Blew up his like testicle. So he having I said. Uh, what's the thing you use to cut in a scalpel? I said, how did you get in there? He goes, I used a scalpel. And I go, you just have a random scalpel around your house? He goes, yeah, I got, I have good scalpels. And I was like, okay, glad to know that you keep scalpels. And he goes, and then I released all the pressure and then I sewed it back up and I go sewing machine, or did you do it by hand? You know? And he goes, oh yeah, I'm, I'm good at sewing cuts from surfing, you know, when my friends would get down in Mexico, my kids would get our friends would get cut surfing and I I'd sew them up. I'm basically in town. Everybody knows me as the cut guy. And I was like, okay. so the reason we got into this conversation was because they were having trouble getting pregnant. And uh, I wondered why. And he said, might be because I operated on my own ball sack. So one day I had to drive him because his car wasn't working. Imagine that to the doctor's office so he could get checked to see why his ball sack wasn't working. And when he, when I picked him up, I said, um, so what did the doctors think of your at home surgery? <laughs> he goes, they didn't want to talk
0: about, it. <laughs> I feel like this guy needs, to, this guy needs to meet Yoshi. I feel like these two would hit it off.
1: This guy would, I, I have a feeling Joe has probably met him, uh, up at my house. Uh, he's a very, very interesting
2: character. Uh, Eddie, uh, we were just talking sports. The Mets just signed their new shortstop for Great. 300, $341 million. What's the first thing you would do if you signed a $341 million contract tomorrow?
1: First of all, over how many years? 10 years. Oh, big deal. He's only getting $34 million a year? That's right. Big deal. Uh, first thing I would do is call everyone I don't like and just go, you. Fuck you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I like that you would do it one at a time.
0: Who, uh, who's top on that list, Eddie? That's what I want. Who, yeah, to. who's
2: the first person you call? This,
1: this guy from Wildwood, New Jersey, that owned a pink <laughs> comedy club that fired me 25 years ago. It's the only club <laughs> I've ever been fired. I've been fired a couple times now. Boise, is, Idaho, I got fired too. Is
2: that club still there in Wildwood, New Jersey? I think
1: it is Club Casbah. The guy <laughs> let me work for like two, he just didn't want to pay me the $200 I was getting for opening for the week. And uh Mark Vito was his name. I think he's connected though, so I probably shouldn't fuck with him.
0: Uh, so he's so he's the first guy you're calling. Yeah, Mark Vito's getting a call. Who who's somebody on the list that might surprise us that you want to give the big fuck you to? Um Frano. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No,
1: uh Lachlan Patterson for Lachlan? sure.
0: Yeah, yeah well, you get no, Are,
1: he definitely gets a call.
0: Now, if you got 340. Are you, are you doing, you're not doing comedy anymore. Are you, if you have that much money, I'm doing cocaine. (laughs) Lots of it. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Lots of it. Uh, That's what happens. Uh, I was just talking about a friend, a friend of mine lives in Beverly Hills. That's very connected. He's wealthy himself, but not like super wealthy. He was talking about whenever somebody inherits Uber wealth, he goes, you might as well just drive them to Vegas and go get it over with so we can get you in rehab. And uh, I've seen it happen. I've firsthand seen it happen with a billionaire friend. When they get all that money, they lose their fucking mind.
0: Billionaire friend. You have a billionaire friend I
2: have a billionaire friend, which is a great segue into the Tiger Woods news. What, Eddie, what? I, know you, I know you're not a real sports fan, but I thought you, you could, you know, have some thoughts on this Tiger Woods, you know, gets into that accident down in PV uh, a couple weeks ago now, maybe a month mm-hmm. ago now. Mm-hmm. And it just, the, the story that broke yesterday is that, through his black box in his car, and probably his medical records from the from the day of the crash. Can I guess can, now,
1: I guess? can I guess? Can I get? Can I guess?
2: Well, you can't guess. I mean, you could guess because he's you'll getting, have to he's,
1: guess. He's getting a blowjob from a whore who jumped <laughs> out of the car after after they wrecked and ran away.
2: You'll have to get. That's a good solid guess. But the the police say they now know what caused the crash, but they won't tell us because of because of some sort of privacy with either his black box. There's some sort of privacy laws and or medical records. There's some privacy laws, but yeah, they're refusing unless he says it's okay to tell us why he got into a car accident.
1: So what is your, uh, what are you thinking happened?
2: I'm thinking he absolutely was heavily medicated on painkillers, fell asleep behind the wheel of the car and just didn't break and went off the road. Yeah, I think it's something like that.
1: I think it's something like that, that they'll claim, you know, like epileptic fit or some kind of, (laughs) you know, something that, uh, that is a medical reason that he doesn't want people to know. Uh, But But I like
0: your, I like the, the hooker thing. How great would that be? Giving him roadhead. He just drives it straight off the road. There's definitely a a a
2: deputy just drags her out and they they get rid of the body.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely a cover up here.
2: Well, there's clearly a cover up. Although I I just find it funny that they go, we know what happened, but we cannot tell you, which makes me if it happened to me, they would tell you.
0: Yeah. Everyone's going to now assume there's some shady shit. At the very least, he's on some sort of drug.
1: Exactly. Because it's happened twice before. And also, uh, I want to know why you're Tiger Woods. Why are you driving yourself to? No you know, one knows. That's the weirdest part. And because anybody that's ever had a driver that you don't even have to deal with it, like they sit out in the parking lot and wait for you knows it's the greatest thing in the entire world to just get in a car and kind of like sleep your way to wherever you're going in the back of like a luxury vehicle there's no way tiger woods was like i want to drive this buick or whatever the fuck it was what kind of car was it
2: it was a genesis
1: yeah oh my god they gave me a genesis i so badly want to drive this thing on the pch can't wait to pick up all the chicks in this there's no way there's something shady there
0: but it'll come out eventually right like like like, like you will (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> there it is there it is it, it's it's worth, looking, it was, that that was worth
2: eddie's it, appearance alone
0: it took 10
1: minutes two pictures behind you <laughs> hey there's what a, what, a, there's, what a a of, there's a rainbow and then there's one of a naked man with a trident. that's me
0: yeah one of, one of our listeners made that
1: that's great and that then I should, should have the rainbow over it
0: and then this is uh that's harambe that's the fallen gorilla from the Cincinnati Zoo. Oh, so okay. now that I'm back in Cincinnati, you know, I got to Cincinnati. Well, two days ago, it was a lovely 75 degree day and I was cutting the lawn and doing some landscaping in the front. And today it was 30 degrees and snowing this morning. So yeah, I've, heard that. I've heard that from Pittsburgh people. Same shit. So, yeah, that's uh, that's the quality of life. Joe likes to make fun of out here in the Midwest. Um, I'm I, I don't
1: want to rub it in, but uh, it's oh, you can't see 82.
0: <laughs> you know, it's great when you held that up. I saw the big black guy on the surfboard. <laughs> 82. <laughs>
2: 82.
0: Well, I'll 82. be out <laughs> in, Eddie, 82 I'm gonna, in Malibu. Yeah, I'm gonna be out there in, in a few weeks, so I'll, I'll get to take care. I get to take part in that southern are you, California are you, weather.
1: Are you eating a lot of gold star chili?
0: No, I did make a Skyline three-way the
1: other day, though. Which one's better, Gold Star or Skyline?
0: I'm a little more preferential to Gold Star. It's a little thicker. Skyline's a little more runny. I think they both taste like diarrhea. Yeah, that's
1: what a lot of people say. It's like (laughs) absolute, like, looks like diarrhea. Looks like it's going to become diarrhea. There's nothing good. It doesn't
2: go through any process.
1: Nobody's ever gone, "Mm, I love spaghetti and I love chili and I want to mix. It's not like chocolate and peanut butter. It's like... Ooh, chili, ooh, spaghetti, ooh, together. It's a bad idea. So the the only worst food in this world is a garbage plate in Rochester, New
0: York. So I used to work at Skyline during a a couple summers in college, and I would make the chili, no lie. It's it's a vat like three feet. You have to stir it with an oar. It's like three and a half, four feet tall, and you have to clean it out every night. And it, it, it's so tall that we had a really short waitress working there. She could fit in the vat of chili when I would clean it out. You know from experience. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, you know what I do love, though? Montgomery and uh, barbecue. Great. The ribs. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it
0: is. It's really every good. Every time
1: I go, it's perfect.
0: I would send you. It. I would you Have you worked, the, you some, have
1: you worked Cincinnati Comedy Clubs a lot, Eddie? I used to work there every single year. It was the first club I ever headlined was uh, um, Go Bananas. And I would spend a lot of time there just because I got to know all the comics and everybody. And it was like it was kind of like a fun time of the year to go to Cincinnati. And I would just party my ass off. And um, then I got into it with the uh, the the manager who's getting a phone call if I get thirty four million a year. <laughs> Yeah, because he 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 will never have me back.
0: What what caused that?
1: Uh, when I was going to get paid, I I can't believe I'm telling this to your fans. Um, when I was going to get paid, I said uh, he's like, "Oh, what did we agree to?" And I told him, and and then he goes, uh, uh, and I go, "Oh yeah, and you know, like he pays for the flight." And then I said, "Oh yeah, and you said to get a rental car." Um, so the rental car was like eighty dollars for the week, and he goes. I said to get a rental car. I didn't say I'd pay for it. And I go, it's, it's, it's $80. And he goes, yeah. And I didn't, I didn't tell you that I'd pay for it. I go, I said, should you, are you going to pick me up at the airport or should I get a rental car? And you said, get a rental car. And he goes, how about I pay half? And how about, and I went, how about fuck you? And I go, how about I never come back to your fucking club again? And I have called him every year since asking to come back to that club.
0: (laughs) Well, it's currently under renovation. It's it's been down for eight nine months. They're they're redoing it now. Why that they-
2: are so many com- Why are there so many comedy clubs that use banana? Is it just like slip on a banana jokes? Yeah, bananas are funny. It's so ridiculous how many bananas go bananas, but the banana slip, the banana peel, fucking.
1: I think we're banana. adult enough to say like, "Hey, come to Smith's Comedy Club."
2: Yeah, Smith's- right. Smith owns it. Yeah. It's gonna be the ha ha hole on Pico. Yeah.
1: So where did you hey. film? Where did you film your latest special, Eddie? The Ice House. And you're going, how did you do it? I brought in an audience full of vaccinated people from an old folks' home. <laughs>
2: At this, at this point, that's probably your audience, right? They're the only people that aren't yeah. triggered by you your know, comedy.
1: Do you know when I did my Comedy Central special? There's, They don't give you – it's almost like paint by numbers – they give you like all this stuff, like, okay, what do you want for your backdrop? What do you want for this? What do you want for your colors? What do you want for your, you know, like your music? What do you want? And it's just like, they give you like a book almost. They do so many of these and it's so generic. And it's, it's like when people build one of those modular homes and you're like picking the choice of sinks, and you you get like five choices and you get three choices here and you get two. So I'm going through it. And they're like, <clears throat> do you have any ideas? I said, yeah, I said, I really I know you do audience like they go out and get your audience for you. They do all the promotions, give out the tickets, whatever, fill up a theater. I said, can we fill up the theater with people from an old folks home? And I go like completely full. And I go, I'm talking like walkers, oxygen, you know, just like an entire like where the cutaways are them going. Huh? What did he say? And they're like, why? And I'm like, I just think it'll be really funny that if I perform my whole act like straight and the audience just isn't getting it at all. And they're like, this sounds terrible. This is the worst idea that anyone has ever, ever had. And I'm like, no, you don't understand. It will be remembered forever. (laughs) <laughs> It'll be the special. Everybody will go. You remember when Eddie had all these like old people in the audience that were like dying in the middle of the show? And uh they just they wouldn't even like let me finish. They were like, This is no, absolutely not. And in retrospect, I still think it would have been like hysterically funny and one of my one of my claims to fame in comedy. Like, what did you do? You know, what did you do? Oh, well,
0: one time <laughs> I I agree. That would have been awesome. Yeah. But, but, okay. I'm curious. Who are you, when you're talking to those people at comedy central, like you come from a comedic background, an interesting, creative, funny idea. Who are you pitching this to? Like, are these creative people or these boring execs?
1: They are the most boring executives in the world. And I, I, this is an old story, but the true story. So in my special, I did use the N word. Um, I had a joke where I talked about how bad the N word is. And so, the day before the special, I think, or two days before, you sit down in an office around a whole table full of people, and you have like advertising, you have like standards and practices, which decides if it's like too edgy or not for television, you know, immoral, whatever. And then you have legal, if you're, you know, slandering anyone, or so there's like lawyers from everything. And each of those different. Each of the
2: categories that absolutely not.
1: <laughs> yeah. And the third one legal is the most strict of all. Like they were like, you know what? Uh, in that joke, you say Avis can, or you say Hertz. Can you switch it to Avis? Because Avis is an advertiser on our show and on our channel. And we don't want to, I'm like, I'm not saying anything bad. I'm just using it as a name of a rental car. Like, yeah, but we would, we would, and I go, well, Hertz is funny. Avis isn't funny. Like in the way the inflection and they're like yeah switch it and i'm like okay you just ruined the joke and that's how this shit happens well i did have that joke about the the n-word and um, i'm sitting around a conference table and there were a couple african-americans at the table and there's a woman sitting across from me and one of the things they do they put out your jokes that are going to be on a teleprompter you know like so that they come down and whatever whatever you title the joke And it's just a list of like, say, your 20 jokes you're going to do in the half hour or whatever. And they want you to prove of it. So you're like going through this packet and they go, "Okay, so the next thing up and everybody turns to like page six. They go, is your your, uh, you know, this is just totally unnecessary. And they go, here's your um, your list of jokes that are going to go up on the teleprompter. Now, they have labeled my jokes for me and given the joke. (laughs) A name. And I look and like joke number three is N word. Like I'm not, like it had the word written and it said like N word midget. And, (laughs) and there's no context to it. Nothing about it. It just says that. And they're like, okay, so let's go down the list Do these all. Number one, two, three, look good for, and I'm like, uh, ah. I think we need to have a conversation
2: right now. I think we need to have a conversation right now. I think we've already been canceled because you used the M word. And, and Eddie, uh, right? oh, well,
1: well, that was a joke is about the M word and the N word that everybody's hacked and done, uh, done a joke, a stolen joke of. And um, anyways, long story <laughs> short, uh, uh, John Mulaney. And um, the, uh, we, when we, They did the joke. They go, okay, so we're going to bleep it when you say the N word. And then when you say the N word, because I say the N word, they go, we're going to bleep that too. I go, but then no one knows what I'm talking about. And they go, yeah, yeah, but it's, it's, I go, no, it's, it's ruining the joke. Let's just not do it. They're like, no, it's a good joke, but I go, but you're going to bleep everything in it. No one's going to know what I'm talking about. And um, they're like, yeah, because we can't let them know what you're talking about. And I go, I, th- this doesn't make any sense at all. Then that's what, who you're dealing with. And then the genius that edited it did a cutaway of like a black couple in the
2: audience after I do the joke who were like, Hmm. And it didn't work because they weren't an elderly black couple. If they'd been an elderly <laughs> black couple, it would have been, <laughs> if, if they were wearing
1: colostomy bags,
2: it would have been hilarious.
0: You know hey, what that, you, Get the you, bag. you know what that reminds me of? So in college, I had to take, you know, as an English major, you have to take a lot of linguistics classes. Where would you go again? St. Louis University. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good school. Thanks, Eddie.
1: How'd you get in there? I don't don't know. I take that back.
0: I take that back. Washington University is the good one. It's a little better. Yeah, I mean, it's better (laughs) for sure. (laughs) They're They're both private schools in St. Louis. So I take this linguistics class, and you have to basically do something on a word or some sort of origin of
2: this is where Andy tells us he wrote a 15 page paper about why he's allowed to say the N word.
0: No, oh. get this. So there's a book oh, titled, God. there's a book titled that word." Yeah. And it's and under, I'm looking right now. It says the strange career of a troublesome word. It's written by a black Harvard law professor. And he goes through the whole history and the book is literally just titled that word. So I go to pick up the book at the bookstore. And of course, the person working is black. And I go, I got a book I got to pick up for school. And he goes, I wouldn't even order that through Amazon. <laughs> he goes, yeah. he goes, what's the book called? Oh. And I just, I mean, that's, it's just that word. And he's looking at it, I'm like, no, dude, that's the title of the book. And I would have spelled it. Yeah. <laughs> I just said it. I'm like, it's I actually.
1: I would have done it like South Park. Like here's some of the letters. <laughs>
0: you feel like guys like
2: what's the book called andy answers he's like how dare you i just asked you what the fucking book was called get out of get out of this barnes and noble
0: it was it was a barnes and noble yeah have you ever heard Ryan? i
2: actually call it barnes and n-word so
1: have you ever heard ryan stout's joke about it
0: no what's he say
1: because i'm so afraid of the n-word i won't even say vinegar
0: (laughs) oh yeah i have heard that that's a funny joke so where, where can our listeners listen or see your special? Wait, you, you mean we can't talk about the, <laughs> <laughs> as much as I want to keep doing this. Another.
2: Oh my, my God. My manager somewhere listening in her car, having a full tiger woods moment. She just drove off the side of, a, <laughs> side of a cliff. They're like, they're like, she didn't even break. She's like, I actually hit the gas pedal because there was a, th- there was three white guys talking about the N word <laughs> for 30 minutes. So I just, I drove off a cliff in PV.
1: That was uh, when we, when I pitched our pilot or showed our pilot, when we shot the pilot presentation for the Bengal show, that was every network was like, what? They they think we're going to make a show with five white guys. And uh, Joe was one of the white guys. And it's so funny because like Ernie and Craig Conan were in it who are both Mexican. And uh, it was that point where like, if you're Mexican and you hang out with white guys, you might as well yeah they're like no you're close you're standing next to them you're white (laughs) this sounds like a maga
0: rally (laughs) well again we're trying to move past the n-word discussion let's let's talk about
1: bring it back up i didn't bring it back up
0: let's Uh, talk about the special
1: the special sweet home Alabama, is uh i shot it right before uh the pandemic started and so i was lucky to get that in right under And uh, it's out now. It just came out yesterday on everything from YouTube to Amazon to Apple to Pandora to uh, Spotify, anywhere you can get it. It's called Sweet Home, Alabama. And uh, I'm in a lot of trouble. You guys have met my father-in-law? Yes. He was on our show. Yes. I did a couple jokes about him. Oh, boy. Probably shouldn't have done that. I planned on editing out but they killed and I basically, uh, ended my marriage with, uh,
2: with putting this out.
1: Not my wife's not going to leave me. My father-in-law is going to kill me. What's the,
2: what's, what's the one joke that he doesn't like? I'm not even going to talk about it. Okay. Uh, I've seen your act. Uh,
1: and then the, the other one is about my neighbor. I did the joke about my neighbor on the guy who
0: operated on his own testicles.
1: No, the woman that like buys dogs and they get eaten by coyotes. Oh yeah. And, uh, she, I did a joke about her above ground pool and
2: uh, very Malabama.
1: Yeah. And nobody likes it. And uh, like a month ago, I'm outside and she's like, Eddie, when am I going to get to see your comedy? And oh, I'm boy. like, oh. and I go, Oh, you just go online. There's tons of it. And I go, in fact, I have a new album coming out. You, you, as soon as it comes out, I'll get you the new album. And then just as I said it, she's like, oh, my God, I love that. I went, oh, fuck. I do a joke about her that I basically say the whole neighborhood hates her above ground pool. And I'm like, no, no. So now I'm avoiding her like the plague. I just like I see her and she's like, Eddie. And I just walk the other way. And I'm so scared that she's going to hear this. And I just, you know, just will ruin my
2: relationship with my next door neighbor. It's so there's there's a chance she won't like that happened to me once where I did a joke and it's in my special about how buying drugs, you know, now you can go to the store. It used to be my joke is I used to have to go to my buddy's place, play video games for two hours, pretend I like his wife. And like Uh, she has definitely seen it and uh, she definitely knows he's my drug dealer or was back in the day. And, uh, she just never said anything. So yep. she either just like, didn't believe that it was her that I was referring to or whatever. But I, for years, I was like, every time I walked in was going to be the day she finally brought it up. Never mentioned it.
1: Uh, the, the best story I've ever heard about it. Y- you guys know, Jay Davis.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Jay Davis was on Dane Cook's tour. Spe- Gas.
2: Speaking of MAGA. Yeah. I Jay just, I'm
1: with him in Hawaii. We argued <laughs>
2: the whole time. Uh,
1: I, I, he was two doors down coincidentally staying two doors down from me in Hawaii two doors it was so weird uh, so and and another funny script just for, for you guys you guys will appreciate this I had to move him he moved from one condo to another and he's like hey can you help me move because i had a car he didn't have a car so i'm like yeah no problem so you know he just had a couple bags of stuff so i'm helping him take it into his new place he's this awesome little condo on the beach in maui and i'm we're going in and we just walk by this guy random dude and i go i go hey dude Party in 217 tonight. Big party. All the chicks are going to be there. And I'm just like joking. And Jay goes, no, 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 no. There will be no one here. And the guy goes, he stops, turns around and goes, what? What? He goes, you know, I'm the resident manager here and he goes there and jay goes he's joking he's joking i swear to you he's joking we walk into his condo (laughs) because dude uh, for airbnb i had to sign this huge extra contract promising i wouldn't have any parties
0: (laughs) unreal (laughs) unreal
1: (laughs) like the one guy i picked to go huge party resident manager (laughs) and uh uh but anyways jay davis ripped on a girl really badly for being on uh and uh, like, she, he brought her on the bus on Torgasm. They all like made fun of her when she left because Jay was doing an impression of her. And then when Torgasm came out, she called him. She goes, oh my God, I'm so excited about Torgasm. I saw it's going to be on HBO. I can't wait to watch. I'm having a watch party with all my friends and jay goes she comes on the bus she goes off the bus i make fun of her he goes it's the only laugh i got of all <laughs> He goes. everybody's dying laughing as i'm making fun of this girl and she's bringing all her friends to a watch party um all right you can get rid of me Ruther, and talk about fucking baseball now
0: <laughs> that that's that's, that's it eddie. Way,
2: that's the best way a guest has ever left the show bye eddie Uh, everybody listen and watch Eddie's comedy special. It's free on YouTube. If you want to watch it.
1: Yeah. If you want to watch some real comedy, look at those golf clubs in the corner of Joe's
0: Joe's apartment. Watch him play. Yes, that is counting. I I hope in your special, I want the current background to be the backdrop of where you filmed at the ice house. I want the big black dude on a surfboard that you know what
1: gene. Yes. That I I wonder if we can switch it now. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's that's
0: what you need to do in post. That would be awesome. By the way, is- I'm a, I'm obsessed with that guy. Like like. Oh, oh my! Th- those the the memes and the photoshops.
1: W- that's one of those things that will never get old to me. Now I do I do a big chunk in my act right now about it. About how when everybody goes back to work, they're gonna have a meeting with human resources where they're gonna be like, "Your productivity was good, but <sighs> <laughs> oh, you've sent this picture around." to everybody in your address book using our server you know like uh, the guy that uh, you've read all the articles about him haven't you do you know all about him i've read some I that, but i could tell you everything about the guy he was a former nfl football player he was yeah he, he for a small time with the new orleans saints his name's wood was his nickname <laughs> and uh he's dead now yeah i knew he was dead he died from a heart attack from the blood going to his cock uh
2: <laughs> They couldn't release that. The PV police were like, we, we can't leave, let that leak out. That's private.
1: When,
0: when he left football, he took the football with him. in his <laughs> cock. Has anyone ever become bigger? Like, like he, he know, like that guy in the middle of a worldwide pandemic united the world through comedy. Yeah.
1: yeah. And the only way to squash it was Bernie Sanders had to show up with mittens on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Eddie, thanks for joining the show. Thank Everybody you, go watch a special and uh, uh go so, and, go and, go good and, luck with your neighbors, what I was about to say. Thanks,
1: and thanks to all the dirt balls that come out to the shows all the time, especially when I'm working with Joe and they fucking hang around in the alleys and stuff behind the, the They're
2: place. all they're all just they're all just shitheads. It's all it's all just a spin-off of shitheads. They're all just shitheads. Every every fan and in, in podcasts is just some version of your original fan base.
1: Yeah. Well,
2: don't you your the the shithead fan base was like the Petri dish for podcasters ever. And then all these weirdos were just like, you know, there's other podcasts I'm into, too. Yeah, but I like our our
1: weirdos. I like your weirdos. I just did Legion of Skanks and I made the mistake of opening up the YouTube page and reading the comments after I did it. And I was like, I need to kill myself. Yeah, (laughs) I bet. Yeah. All right. All right, Eddie. Good seeing you.
2: Later. That's Eddie Ift, ladies and gentlemen. His comedy special, Sweet Home Alabama, is available everywhere. He's got a podcast, the Wadcast podcast. It's pro- I think this is only podcast at the moment, although he's had fifteen other ones. And I know a lot of our fan base, like I've like I said, I think I think our fan base started as shitheads, and now we they've blossomed into
0: our own dirt ball fam. But it's nice yeah, to have for Eddie sure. on. Yeah, I agree. It's been a minute for me. He's, yeah. he's he, Eddie's always always great for stories, always great for laughs with those stories. So definitely check out a special. You want to hear something crazy? This is how somewhere in,
2: somewhere in Cleveland somebody's like, "What did that have to do with sports no, stick sports."
0: I mean, Prano, I I did it, the first time I did. Don't it, like it. Moved to China. <laughs> Doesn't it feel like it was a lifetime ago when we were going on Eddie's podcast? Yeah. At the rape cottage? Yeah. I just got canceled for saying that.
2: Yeah. I was going to say you should have called it the R word cottage, but that would have been a whole other. That's a whole. At this point, language is so strict that you there's too many words. Like, what's the C word anymore? What's the F word? the f-word now could be female like we're not even allowed to say female anymore
0: Uh, are you trying to get me worked up today? yeah it's like let's just get back to sports andy it's opening day it's like don't tell me i can't say something i can say whatever the fuck i want now are there repercussions on certain words yeah but the idea of someone saying you can't say that no I, i don't tell me i can't say a word don't
2: tell me what i can't do
0: this is america I can say what I want. And yes, Joe, it is opening day and it's a tough one for me. It was snowing earlier. And also I didn't know this until this morning that YouTube TV will no longer be carrying Fox sports, Ohio. Wow. That's terrible news for you. For all reds fans. Also Hulu. You know, it's one of these contract disputes Yeah, that they were bought out by a bigger company. And so...
2: And what sucks is the same way I go through it is you're now in your home. So like, even if you had the baseball package, the only team you can't watch is the Reds.
0: Yeah. Shout out to Emiliano who always sends us the uh, MLB ticket. Yep.
2: And Will and Irvine, who I think I'm still rocking
0: with. So he he said, he said that to me last night and I I was like, thanks. I'm not going to need it. And then I learned this morning
2: you are, but still won't work. That's like, I watch every single Mets game unless they play the Dodgers or the Angels. Then I either have to go to the ballpark or go to the bar. And even then half the bars don't have them here because there's the, we need, I mean, talk about something that needs to be undone immediately is oh. cable, cable conglomerates. Oh,
0: and, and especially in LA, the thought that the second biggest market, if you didn't have spectrum still,
2: the idea that people are storming the Capitol and not storming spectrum and cable yeah. vision and all that, like, you want to, you want to make some real progress, we'll burn down a, burn down a cable conglomerate. Yeah. Now, really? Andy, I, we did a dirty slides podcast yesterday. There's a new dirty slides released. We did a 2021, uh, you know, off season recap. We did a baseball season preview. We give a lot of uh, predictions. We give a lot of picks, and I want to ask you a couple baseball-related questions that we talked about on the show. Want to get your take? First, is uh, you know being out here in LA, the, the West Coast from here down the five is going to be a hotbed for baseball this summer. The Padres se- severely upgrade their squad in the off season. Obviously, signed to to an extension. The Dodgers, reigning champs, they upgrade as well. They get Bauer. Here's my question for you, Andy. Starting this year, who wins more NL Wests in the next five seasons, the Dodgers or the Padres?
0: I'll follow it up with this to you. Right now, pitching would still be advantage Dodgers, correct?
2: Well, pitching advantage Dodgers, yeah, slightly though. I mean, they add Snell. To the Padres. True. They had had Darvish to the Padres, which is not a deal I like, but they, but you know, you got to consider it still an upgrade to the back end. But they have young pitchers as opposed to the Dodgers. Yeah. I mean, the Dodgers have decently young pitchers. I think May is in the rotation. Obviously, Bueller is still young. I mean, mean,
0: it's good enough that, and I know he's older, it's good enough that David Price isn't isn't even a starter right now.
2: David Price isn't going to be in the rotation.
0: No, he's not. Oh wow, he's coming out of the bullpen.
2: Wow. Yeah, I was going to say I didn't know that, but yeah, that that was decided last week. Bueller, you've got Bauer. You've got May. I don't know who their fourth will be, Goslin or whatever. Um, or their fifth, I should say. But yeah, Dodgers. Listen, Dodgers definitely have a pitching advantage. I mean, they've got the reigning Cy Young winner. They've got Bueller. They still got Kershaw. Who's, you know, despite any sort of postseason troubles has still been relatively great in the regular season consistently. So, yeah, but that is again, going forward, you know, they're getting older, faster. Um, so that's my question for you. Five, five, next five seasons, who wins more? I'd still go
0: Dodgers based on, how many West did they won in the last 15 years?
2: Well, they've won seven, what, seven straight.
0: Yeah. So I know
2: San Diego, I think it's a good question though. Cause well, I it's,
0: think... it, it's a great, ro- it's, it's a great budding rivalry. I mean, last
2: thinks the Padres win the West this year. I would say, I think the Dodgers still win. I did say, I think the Dodgers still win the West this year but i think that the difficult question is the next five and i think it's i think it's i don't know i think it's gonna be three to somebody
0: the dodgers are gonna keep spending that money san diego's sure. spending it now but we all know they were pretty tight up until the last couple of years Yep. The, oh. nothing's gonna affect the dodgers payroll they're, they're always gonna spend right that's why i would lean towards them the bigger question is how many people will Justin Turner kill within the next five years. Is it over or under two? If you
2: could somehow infect Fernando Tassis Jr., they might hold on to this West title for a little and, while. Later. And by
0: the way, he he ruined the LA Marathon. When I ran the LA Marathon, Justin Turner was the uh, you know, they have like somebody the, the, the marshal like, yeah at the top waving the flag and saying go. How many people died running the LA marathon that day?
2: It's a great question. I I'm just no saying idea.
0: Justin Turner.
2: Here's my other uh baseball couple couple more baseball questions for you Andy. Um do you think that the Tony La Russa White Sox managerial decision to go to go with a 70 something year old Tony La Russa do you think this makes the difference? Do you think this improves the White Sox? They were they had a Manager of the Year finalist last year. They fired him. They go La Russa, knowing that he had already had a DUI. Is this what puts the White Sox over the top? Do the White Sox win the AL Central this year with the addition of, obviously, a number of players, but also most probably most headlining, Tony La Russa.
0: Look, I know La Russa has the pedigree and the history. But has he missed his window? He's going to be 77 in October. Yeah. Which, by the way, if you're getting Dewey's, it's seventy five plus. What are, you, what are you doing, bro? Yeah. Again, get a driver. Like you got to have a driver. Like Tiger. That's old, but baseball is a weird sport in that dudes will be dinosaurs managing. Yeah. Like how Casey's, old was how old, angle was one hundred and ninety one? How old was Jack McKeon when the Marlins won the title? No idea. Old. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, dudes are old,
2: but I don't know if he like, but it's, but these days it's trending younger. It's like that, that era is almost over. Tony Larusa now in the, I mean, Tony Rusa was
0: during world war two.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Just like, if that puts things in perspective, he was born when the world was on the verge of complete collapse.
2: I like it. I'm not sure how much of a difference he makes, but I think that the, I think he makes enough of a difference where the White Sox were trending up. I predicted a White Sox World Series appearance this year.
0: Wow. But
2: that's me, but that's me being a Yankee hater and not believing in the AL West, which I'm still not sure who I think wins the
0: AL West the white Sox last made the world series i believe when they won in 2005 it's right around there yeah something like that am i accurate in that yeah
2: that's the that's my blur years that's my post steroid blur years
0: i did like their stadium when we went to that game it was fun it was nice. although when we were on the what, what do they call it in uh chicago the l yes when we were on the l after the game and there was no one on the l it was so eerie that like i get why nobody gets on the l after they leave the south side yeah
2: i loved it i had a blast. that was great
0: yeah good pack of dirt balls out for that game
2: yeah that was fun
0: so who won it last year minnesota correct I don't I don't I just think age you know more about baseball than me. I just think I th- I would I would argue that the game has passed him by.
2: They're the hot pick. They are they are I believe tied for third with the San Diego Padres in terms of odds to win uh the World Series. Dodgers really? Dodgers Yankees Dodgers first, Yankees second, Padres, White Sox tied for third, Mets, Braves tied for fourth.
0: Yeah, I'm looking right now. Interesting.
2: What do you think will be the biggest story in baseball this year? The biggest story, like what do you think will be the like you know the lead headline when we leave this? You know, you look back on the 2021 season, non-COVID. What do you think people will be saying about 2021? Oh, that's the year the White Sox made the leap. Oh, that's the year the Astros fell off. That's the year the Yankees finally returned to glory. That's the year Fernando Tatis became the best player in baseball. That's the year, you
0: know. What about the year that offensive numbers took a huge hit? I like it. We're trending that way, aren't we? Am I incorrect? A little bit. That? I mean,
2: it, it's just becoming way more of a swing and miss league. That's what I'm you saying. Know, it's boomer bust. Um, that's why I think you know I'm I'm a Mets homer, but I think uh, Jacob Degrom is kind of ticked off about the uh, about the you know Mickey Mouse half season Cy Young Bauer getting the Cy Young. Um, I think he comes back strong. I think this is the Jacob deGrom Cy Young slash MVP season. He gets some run support finally. I predicted 26 wins for Jacob deGrom. How many? 26.
0: That's a lot. Oh, yeah. When's the last time somebody won 26?
2: I don't know. But if he wins 26 games, he's the MVP. Who's your World Series matchup, Andy Ruther? Dude,
0: I don't even know. I know it's nobody from the division I'm watching closely. Um, Well, the Cardinals at, at Arenado. Yeah, but everything I read says that division is like, The team around five hundred is going to win the division. Yes, that that is,
2: because no one's made any moves except the Cardinals getting Arenado.
0: If I were to say World Series, I don't want to go Dodgers, but man, it's like they're the favorite to to make it, right? Dodgers
2: Yankees would be fucking horrific.
0: Not for ratings. No, just for me, personally. Baseball's going to sign an even bigger contract.
2: If if the Yankees and the Dodgers play in the World Series, I'm doing surgery on my own nutsack
0: with a scalpel. (laughs) I saw that baseball will probably be doing an even bigger TV deal, which I don't get. I just don't. It's. It begs the question, do ratings really matter? No, they do not. Because what it really boils down to, from an economic perspective, is advertising. Yes.
2: Always if, has,
0: always will. And that's where I think nobody ever discusses that. So if baseball's ratings continue to decline and people continue to not give a shit, and that's kind of been the case now for a while. But if the Verizon's out there and the car makers and whoever continue want want pay more money to play their ads during a TBS playoff game. The ratings are kind of void. Like it doesn't really matter. Also
2: these also
0: listen, everything
2: on cable is always going to be just lower numbers than anything. And when you look like, so think about it this way. We just complained about it. You can't watch the reds. So, you know, some people will tell you that uh, you know there's going to be less people watching the Reds this year because you know they're they're not putting the flag up high enough and they're not singing you know party in the USA after every inning and and people are you know sick of this woke stuff. When the truth is, you can't watch the Reds. I can't watch the Dodgers, but regional sports networks are why people buy baseball teams at this point, because in addition to the advertisers that they can do during the game, now they can sell ads for all the other shows that encompass it and all the, you know, they're buying a network included with a baseball team and the regional sports networks, combined with the national baseball, um, you know, the, the nationwide baseball deals that all these networks do, there's a lot of money in owning a baseball team simply from a TV standpoint. True. And it's like, we don't need people to watch the whole game. We just need people to tune in occasionally and it's still a value to them. So, you know, I don't think baseball wants their numbers to decline. But again, they're not really going to worry about it as long as that number is going in the right direction.
0: Yeah. I did look in. So they have a day game next Wednesday, which I'm going to go to. It is going to be interesting with COVID. So I don't know how all stadiums are doing it, but at least here in Cincinnati, if I wanted a close seat, and obviously I do, it's only in pods of four to six. Right. So like I put in two tickets and they're saying, no, you can't sit this close to the field because that's only four to six because of social distancing.
2: Now, how much were those tickets? If you want,
0: if you bought four. Like, like, is it worth just buying four? No, because they were still like 80 bucks each. Right.
2: I just did the exact same thing and, and my tickets have been canceled. I have I have day game April 15th day game Mets tickets and now I have to call the Mets because they've canceled it because I wasn't a season ticket holder and they're starting with them first and blah 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 so who
0: knows I will I will give the Reds credit cuz they they're offering and and you and I've talked about this I don't know why more teams don't do this I was looking at their website and they're offering some great I don't know if they've always done this but they're offering some great deals for like food and stuff. Like
2: got to get people to the ballpark. And when they're there, they got to get them spending money one it, way or the other.
0: But, but it's like, it's like it, for 20 bucks. I mean, listen, this is a deal for 20 bucks. I think it, I forget how many drinks it was, but it was five hot dogs like a few bag of chips my point was like if you're going with a family and you're like hey for 20 bucks i can feed me my girlfriend my wife and my two kids like
2: you're i mean yeah <laughs> i mean it's a good deal where you get to feed your girlfriend and your wife and your two kids this is for the <laughs> this is for the when when the guys from the sopranos want to go to the <laughs> fucking ballpark where they
0: caught the goomba
2: yeah like, a yeah, like, Yeah, it's my girlfriend over here, you know, my wife over here, my two kids. Everybody gets a fucking (laughs) hot dog. Hey, who are you? Because I'm his wife. Eat these hot dogs. Don't fucking talk (laughs) to each other. Have a fucking hot dog. Shut up. Who told you to talk to her? Eat your fucking hot dog. Yeah. So who's the other woman with us? You shut the fuck up and eat your hot dog. Five fucking hot dogs. You don't want you want one or you don't want one. Shut your mouth.
0: They should all do that, though. Yeah, that'd oh, be a, that'd be a great promotion. By the way, girlfriend, wife day. Yeah, <laughs> girlfriend, wife two, day, baseball. Three
2: tickets for the price of two if you bring both the women you're sleeping with.
0: <laughs> we'll try to catch a game when I'm out there.
2: Yeah, that'd be great
0: if possible.
2: Now, Andy, we're 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 deep into the show. And we haven't talked. I can't believe we've gotten this far into it. We haven't talked uh, about our boy in a in a, a a fierce social media battle with NBA superstar Kevin Durant. That's wild. Our boy, former crossover guest of the show, friend of the show. I mean, we have a relationship with rap at this point. Rappaport, straight up. In a social media feud with Kevin Durant, who is threatening to fight? They're threatening to fight each other. First of all, May- ha- let me ask you one question. Let's start here. Has Kevin Durant or Michael Rappaport ever thrown a punch in their lives?
0: I bet. I bet Rappaport has. KD, I'm going to say no.
2: I don't think either of them have thrown. A- a punch with intent to connect in their whole lives. I mean, Kevin Durant's at least from fucking, you know, the hood. Yeah, but
0: this is, this is an odd one because they've worked together in a bunch of projects. Yeah. So like they have a history.
2: Is any of this potentially fake? No. No, because why would Kevin Durant do that? Right, not good for his brand. Rappaport, this is Rappaport's brand, right?
0: Yeah, for sure.
2: Kevin Durant, what is with Kevin Durant? Well, why is Kevin Durant so triggered by everybody?
0: Well, you see the exchange, December twenty third, right where it starts.
2: Yeah. So, for people that don't know, there's a Instagram DM exchange. You know, Rappaport calls out Durant for the way he acted on inside the NBA. Yada, yada, yada. Kevin Durant's like, give me your address. I want to come fight you.
0: Yeah. And he goes after his wife. Why is Kevin Durant
2: so fucking triggered?
0: It's pathetic, dude. I, it really heard.
2: is. It really is. I mean, pathetic.
0: I mean I, you know we we talked about it last episode like like again if i have that if i have that ability that he has i just don't give a shit
2: what like let's do let's do like a you know therapy dive though like what is it about kevin durant who's arguably the second greatest basketball player in the world over the course of the last 15 years why is he so insecure about everything what is it about kevin durant that like dude you've won an mvp you've won two finals mvps
0: I th- you've, because you've won
2: championships
0: I, because here's the thing i think it's it's a product of his own doing and he doesn't know how to get out of it he decided to go to golden state hence that's when he didn't he didn't really get the stuff before that did he I don't remember it.
2: I, I mean, I'm sure. Listen, everybody on, in the history of the internet is having somebody tell them that they're an asshole.
0: Sure, but but the the onslaught of you're a bitch, you're a snake, you're a weasel, all the stuff right. that he got when he decided to go to the 72 win Warriors team, who just defeated his team after being up three one.
2: But then he learned his lesson, or obviously he didn't learn his lesson. But then he got caught in the game of burner accounts and the whole thing like this is this is on the level obviously it's a less dangerous to his physical self but this is tiger woods it's like how many times do you have to do the same thing like how many times are you going to get into a car accident high on pills before you get a driver how many times are you going to be, get caught in dms defending yourself before you just go i'm off social media like kevin durant get the fuck off the internet
0: yeah, I agree. Like, like if I was if I was uh, a friend or a confidant or a psychologist, that'd be my first question. I'd say it's clearly not making you happy. Why are you on it then? You don't I, need I th- it. Th-
2: I think there's something about guy, certain certain types. And I think that Tiger is obviously a version of this. Kevin Durant's a version of this. I think it's, it's hard not to be at some point when you get to a certain level of fame, but I think the, actually, I think the greatest, the the people who seem the most down to earth, whether it be celebrities, athletes, whatever, are the guys who don't, you know, push people out of their lives who are going to like, tell them like it is, you know what I mean? Like Kevin Durant, does he have a brother? Tiger, Tiger Woods doesn't have a brother. Like if I was the most famous person in the world, my brother Mikey would be like, "You're being a fucking douche, bro." Yeah, like he would never, he would never not be like, "Don't do that." What the fuck is wrong with you? My mom, my sister, my good friends—they'd all be that way. Like, where's Kevin Durant's boy to be like, "Bro, get off the internet." Like, I'm not giving you your phone anymore. Well, you're he needs—he needs, a, to, have, he needs no, to have a phone.
0: He needs a no guy. Yeah, everybody in life needs to know. That's what everybody
2: says about Tiger Woods surrounded by yes men.
0: Everybody in life, I don't care whether you're famous or not famous, you need to know guy. You need people who are going to question some of your decisions, question some of your thoughts, question some of your ideologies, because that's good. It makes you grow, right? Mm -hmm. You need that. And I think you make a great point. I don't think he has that. Where is Kevin Durant's friend or sibling? or mother saying, dude, get off your goddamn phone. It's not making you happy. Get off social media. You don't need it. You've been the second best player in the NBA over the last 15 years. You're a top 10, probably all-time NBA player. What validation do you need? Who cares what they're saying on TNT? Who cares what Michael Rappaport's tweeting? Why do you need this?
2: So I just looked up. Basketball superstar Kevin Durant has three siblings. Brothers Tony Durant and Rayvon Pratt and younger sister Brianna Pratt. Tony is frequently seen at his brother's side. Yo, I'm going to call you out, Tony Durant. Tony Durant, what the fuck? You fucking up, dog? Tony Durant, this is on you. It's almost on you more than it's on Kevin Durant. Fix your life and fix your brother.
0: Yeah. Dude, it, it's, it's, to be honest, at this point, it's sad. And we, we, I, wait, I, Joe, I, let's not let's not underestimate this. We've never seen anything like this from, from this from this level of superstar.
2: Nothing even close to this.
0: I I can't put a similar I can't put a comparison whether it's but like who who could you put in comparison? Take it beyond sports. I'm talking some celebrity or entertainer, like. I can't who's triggered this easily. Again, your work speaks for itself. Your work is you on the basketball court. It speaks for itself. How great you've been. You don't need to validate yourself, man. Send, send him my way. I'll talk to him. Let's smoke a joint. Let's talk about it.
2: Yeah, this is, listen, the, 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 let's, let's do the flip side. The criticism Rappaport is getting is like, oh, you're a snitch and you're like, posting this shit on the internet and whatever which i i think listen i kind of agree with that too i don't but at the same point you have to know that's a possibility when you deal with a guy like michael
0: If if kevin durant is coming at me come on
2: he needs but to be if exposed. you have a relationship with Kevin Durant and then you guys have a conversation that's on the like, you know, he criticized him. It's like, you know, I think it is a little sketchy. It's like you, now you're just going Rappaport's got plenty of social media cloud and he has like whatever, like does he need to out the Kevin Durant conversation
0: to me? He does because it shows the level, right? This was next level, the level of insecurity, the level of caring. I've said it. I always have respect to people who just don't do social media. I think that's a different mindset. I really do. In general, the person who just says, fuck it, I don't need it. Whether they're a celebrity or not. Well, I think-
2: certainly that's the thing. I mean, I think that there's celebrity is one type of thing. Like if you are a celebrity, that has, you know, been successful without social media. There's certainly no reason to dive in. It's only going to cause you trouble. Now, the opposite of the thing is for people who are on the come up, you almost need social media like I agree to do a thing. But Kevin Durant, like if you're an athlete, that's my point. I mean, Eli Manning's Twitter is Frank's red Hot ads. Like he's he's literally doing
0: sure he's getting paid
2: yeah but I'm saying he does it, like it's like it's like a joke yeah 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 he he's, he he'll never once write a serious thing like the idea that Kevin Durant is that big and is Instagram DMing with literally I mean Rappaport is a troll he's but he's a career troll you know what I mean like so. Yeah, it's that's just a pathetic move by Durant, honestly.
0: I mean, I, I think a, a similar comparison would be a, a Dave Chappelle of that level. Dave yeah. doesn't. Dave Chappelle doesn't do Twitter, right? And his Instagram is very minimal too. But that's my point: is Chappelle's not out there writing jokes? He's like, I don't need this. I'm Dave fucking Chappelle, right? Just like I'm Kevin fucking Durant. Durant, I don't. I don't need this. Like just let a few people handle it, but you're right on the come up. You're trying to build an audience and build a following. I get it. It's important. It's vital.
2: I mean, I don't even think it's necessarily trying to build an, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, if you don't have one people, you know, what's your social media following?
0: I mean, I look, I've had personally, I've had more of a deeper analysis of social media myself in the last like 15 months and i try you know it's like about doing and i know we discussed on the show it's about doing what will make me ultimately happy um and then just going with that and trying not to get too bogged down with what people are saying or their responses i mean dude at the end of the day with the phone i don't even, i don't think we know the long-term effects whether it's psychological and also physical. I like we don't if you're telling me that the if you're telling me that like the 5G tower is bad for cancer, that's what they're saying. What the hell does holding that thing up next to my face or head all the time? Do right. You know, I don't know, man, but Kevin Durant, just get off your phone, dude. Go hit up, go hit up Deshaun Watson and get a massage. Too soon.
2: (laughs) Too soon, especially since as far as the reports for Deshaun Watson go, it's probably, he probably had a massage this
0: morning. I saw, and I think he deleted it. There was a former offensive lineman, which made it great. Like, and I was talking about the same thing with my brother about that. Like, dude, how, like, and this was, I forget who it was. It was it was no, it was not, it wasn't a big name. It was a former offensive lineman. Be like, dude, how many massages you get, bro? Like, right. Th- this, this,
2: well, that's the, th- that, like, listen, if this, if this all comes out as some really elaborate plot to take down Deshaun Watson, I think that'll be surprising at this point. And I'm certainly not saying that that's the case, but. All the details of it. Whatever they may be. The bottom line is you're a professional athlete and you have 20 different amateur masseuse to work like you're that's fucking sketchy right there alone. Dude, the team has a fucking massage therapist. I agree. A professional. Also. You're a multimillionaire. Find a legit, like this is the idea that we're even using the term massage at this point. Like the dude is not trying to get massaged. You know what I mean? This isn't about massage. It's about him being a creep and him finding what he thought was this loophole where he could sexually assault people, essentially. Now, again, this is all alleged but, I mean, you talk about where there's smoke, there's fire. Like, bro, like, if if he, if he comes out and goes, if he comes out and goes, like, all of my massages from all of these women were, like, consensual, but I'd be like, okay, you're guilty. <laughs> like, basically, if he admits he has 20 different amateur massages, guilty on all charges. Like, that's it for me. Unless he's, like, Bro n- none of this ever happened at all. You're guilty dog.
0: It, it, it's just the more that comes out, I agree it's it's the whole like it's just sketchy regardless and now do I think there has to be accountability as far as hey if he did something creepy to you, maybe you shouldn't keep going back to his house. I, I do think there's multiple instances if you read from the plaintiffs that this is happening. Oh, he did something weird. So I went back and then I went back again. Like this has happened multiple times. So you have to be accountable too. it doesn't give you the right to sexually assault somebody. Nobody's saying that I'm not saying that, but also you're putting yourself in a terrible position if you keep going back. So I think there's a lot of factors at play here, but I agree. It's just so sketchy, dude. You're a top six or seven quarterback in the league. What the hell is going, dude, if you want a girl, just get a hooker. Or just DM a girl.
2: You're, yeah, I'll also like, like what? You're a multimillionaire, world famous professional athlete. You don't need a hooker, dude. <laughs> Put on go on Bumble and use your fucking football card as a picture.
0: But I understand the hooker stuff. I do. I, I Like, I always understood the Charlie. Sh- I get that because they just want a sexual encounter, like a business transaction. That's why it should be legal. If you don't want to deal with all the other bullshit that comes with the DMs and the he said, she said encounters. Get a professional call, girl. Have her come. Have her sign an NDA.
2: Well, we're, we, uh, I'm, I'm just hopeful that we're 10 15 years away from this now I mean the idea they just they just legalized pot in New York City
0: like we're nowhere near legalized prostitution
2: well listen it's I would not said, it's not
0: even legal in Las Vegas Clark County it's legal in Perrump, the county next to it
2: but I would have said 15 years ago the idea of of weed being legal
0: in New York was a long way away so I, I've I've had my first uh, not I'm not sure But I've been around I've been around like legal escorts, at least a fair amount from living in Vegas. And then also when I worked uh, at the Hotel Oceana, here's how it would work. These guys, some of them would be celebrities. One was a one was a professional golfer. Every time he was in L.A. playing. He would come in, Joe. He'd have one or two normally Eastern European or Russian hookers. And it was clearly a business, de- you know, I take them room service, they'd be in his room. It wasn't, you know, a lot of times you, it's, even the word hooker, like it's a negative connotation. It's just, it's a business deal. They'd be with him all weekend. He'd spend on whatever he want. Obviously there's a sex exchange happening, but my point is it's fine. It's a business transaction. In my opinion, that's fine. Yeah. It's and, just and not I'll, legal. Exactly. And I'm not saying that he has to go that far, you know, where some guys want to dangle like, like this guy probably likes to dangle the cute Eastern European blonde on his shoulder when, or arm, when he's going to Boa Steakhouse down the street. Right. Right. Like it's different, but if you're Deshaun, I I just, yeah. Holy, holy shit. Like just, it just won't stop coming out. And it's really going to be interesting. How does the NFL handle this
2: right now? The right. NFL is essentially
0: ignoring it, right? Oh, they're doing their own investigation, which to me does say ignoring right.
2: Until, until criminal charges are pressed until like that. Like if he just gets
0: civil lawsuits,
2: they're just going to, he's just, he's just going to play.
0: Yeah. And now 18 women came out to defend him. Did you see that?
2: Like, I don't even care about that. That like, to to me, it's not here. Like, again, to me. Unless he goes, this is all. A campaign. This is a lie. I never met any of these people. If he's like, yeah, all those women came to my house and gave me massages. You're guilty. You're guilty, dude. Who has 18 different amateur masseuse? Come to their house.
0: You're and guilty. It, and it sounds like he's got this whole strategy of when they're massaging, he always uses the line, get up in there, by his groin, by his asshole. It, it, no, it is. It's like, I love
2: it. You go by his groin, like you're trying to avoid being graphic, and then you're like, also by his asshole. <laughs> <What> the <fuck? laughs> Honestly, the, the rhyme or reason for what you will...
0: I, I make no sense. I, I'm reading this all the time thinking, dude, just tell a girl you want a finger in the butt. That's what you want. And like you said, there are girls. Literally just send out a tweet. Hey, I'm Deshaun Watson. I'm horny. Any yeah. girls out there want to hook up?
2: Yeah. Do the Derek Jeter. Like, let them know what they're in for. Ask them. Put, put it all on the table. Like, you know. Yeah, this is. Dude, I I don't know. I think it's some of these athletes, Kevin Durant, Deshaun Watson, all these things were like, they just have been so good for so long that at no point, like, this reeks of, like, social ineptitude. Yeah. He's socially inept.
0: That's a good way of putting it. And there's no one around him saying, because, you know, he's got it a also boy. makes
2: you a criminal and also makes yeah. you a se- sexual predator. Sure. But it starts with being socially inept.
0: And there's similarities as far as both cases with both guys. They are missing that guy near them to be like, dude, what are you doing? What are you doing? No. I, I remember when I. I hooked up with this girl. in. When I lived in Vegas, the infamous Mexican grandmother, right? The one who defecated on me. Yes. I mean, it's fitting that Eddie was on the show today, but here was the lesson I learned. And my brothers ragged on me. This is what you've talking about your family. And I learned at a young age at 23, I turned a one night stand into a non one night stand. And that was the lesson my brothers taught me. They're like, cool, dude, you were in LA. You were in Hermosa beach. You're in spring break. You met this girl. You hooked up with her. And then the next time she was in Vegas where you lived, you went back for seconds. And and my brothers were like, We're just telling you, man, like she was a total one night stand. But you 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 pushed the envelope a little. She she wasn't the there are, you know, there's there's hookups you go back for seconds, thirds, whatever. She wasn't that. And I did. And I wound up with a mess in my bed. But the lesson was learned, right? I have no
2: idea what the lesson here is, but.
0: The the lesson is sometimes there's people. What
2: happens in Vegas
0: stays in Vegas? No, my point is I have a few points. One, certain people are just one night hookups. Yeah. And I've made the mistake multiple times. It's not the first time where like, oh, I shouldn't have gone back for seconds. Right. It's just like the buffet. Sometimes you go back for seconds and then you're not feeling good later. Right. Just like with hookups. But my point was, it was nice to have three older brothers, like you're saying. The person chirping, like, "Stop being a, stop being an idiot," no. Like, what are you doing? Stop talking to this person. But neither of these guys have that. There's no one over Kevin Durant's shoulder, like if if I if I was Kevin Durant's boy, the minute he goes like this with his phone, I'm slapping it down. Get off your phone.
2: Yeah, and and I think the thing is, you know the the idea again of the difference between Kevin Durant and us is he doesn't need it at all. You yes. can say, "Oh, this comedian tweeted this and this and it backfired on them." But they're trying to put something out there. They're trying to say, "This is my personality, this is my brand, this is my jokes." You know, you you try to share things like I don't only do jokes on my Twitter. And I don't always, you know, it's not all, and it's like I'm a comedian, but it's like I'm not just a comedian. Also, like there are tons of people who like, you know, a lot of the stuff that we talk about on the show. It doesn't have to be funny. Sports takes, politics takes, whatever, because you're trying to go have people go, I identify Kevin Durant doesn't need to do that. And honestly, Deshaun Watson shouldn't need to do this. Like, bro. Maybe you know he sh- maybe you should have been in in that office bed with uh with JJ Watt. You should have you know Bill O'Brien should have forced Deshaun Watson to sleep under his desk too, because this dog was off his leash and was humping everything in town.
0: Sex is a crazy thing, though. I mean, I, I think about a lot of mistakes I've ever I'm made. I'm just
2: thinking of Deshaun Watson as Pepe Lipio <laughs>
0: You're not gonna. You're not gonna believe this, dude. It's funny you bring up Pepe Le Pew. So, I'm going through. There's so much stuff at the house and storage. And my mom was a hoarder, but she she was always such a sweetheart. Like she kept she kept stuff. She worked part time for Hallmark for years, and she would get all this stuff free, like stuffed animals. Like apparently, Hallmark does that. And all these like stuffed animals that'll play songs, and she just kept bags of them that were brand new to give to her grandkids. Right. So I'm coming across this stuff as I'm looking for Easter stuff. Cause uh, you know, I'm going to see the kids this Sunday and sure enough, I was like, man, the irony of finding this now there's a Valentine's day, giant stuffed animal Pepe Le Pew. And he sings. Wow. And I could not stop laughing. I found it two days ago and I was like, cancel, cancel, cancel.
2: What does he sing? R Kelly style songs.
0: It's like a little love song. <laughs> and I was like, "You raping son of a bitch. <laughs> you raping skunk you. Get this guy out of here." But look at Robert Kraft. I want to bring him into it cuz it's it's similar in a way. Like you're a billionaire. And you're going no. to strip mall massage parlors in Florida to get hand jobs. Now, he's a little different because, as we've seen, he's a billionaire and it all disappeared. Like, he has that much power that nothing happened. Right. Deshaun Watson is a, I mean, let's just call it what it is, though. He's a black athlete. Right. And he's not going to have the same power as a rich white billionaire. And people say, oh, you're bringing race into it. But it does matter here.
2: A hundred percent matters. Let, let, here's, you know, listen, I, I am not, th- this is in no way a defense of Deshaun Watson in no way. I think if, again, I am where there's smoke, there's fire. I am leaning toward, again, if he just says, yes, I know these women at all, you're guilty. So let me just leave it at that. I know those people. They've been in my house. Joe Preno's court of law, you're guilty. And, and you should be punished and you should be, in trouble he's been accused of coercing forcing you know trying to get inappropriate touches that he didn't you know whatever ben roethlisberger was
0: accused of rape
2: forcing somebody down and raping them
0: well there are some of those claims against the sean too i don't know if you saw right. those forced oral sex So I don't know, but it's a mess. But it still doesn't seem to be going anywhere, which makes the whole thing even weirder. I don't know, Joe, I just know.
2: I I mean, at this point, let's talk about this from the sports angle. I know this is like kind of like whatever, but like Deshaun Watson can't. You can't trade for like somebody can't trade for Deshaun Watson at this point. Anybody. Right. You can't trade for him.
0: Probably not.
2: Some dastardly team. Should smartly jump on the low value. Patriots. Yeah.
0: Robert Kraft's like, oh, yeah. Hand jobs. Like,
2: bro, I know where you want. You, you want a hand job from a Seuss.
0: Why didn't you say so? He's like, yeah. I'll, you know, I'll go support. It's, it's a nice he little, goes, let me, t-
2: let me tell you how this works Deshaun Watson. He goes, I actually facilitate them being brought over from other countries. I am literally in the human trafficking business. Yes. So they owe it to me eventually. Also I pay off cops. I pay off, you know, FBI, like my, I am in the human trafficking game. You can't trust this to strangers. You got to trust this to, you know, a criminal organization.
0: Exactly. I mean, I feel like that's a good match made in heaven. Yeah. They, They get their next franchise quarterback. Robert Kraft shows him the way. No more DMing girls who have no massage histories of giving massages he gets he gets a somewhat professional to do it and also give him a happy ending i like it we just fixed also
2: it. he could he could have two separate things i mean we've seen the video tom tom brady has a masseuse and then he has somebody come in and kiss him on the mouth you know what i mean they were in the room at the same time so he could have just a masseuse and to have the hooker there
0: exactly Well, we should talk a little Final Four preview, Joe. Final Four.
2: Basketball.
0: We should. UCLA,
2: Gonzaga, Houston, Baylor.
0: Before we do that, I would like to say it is April 1st. April Fool's. Baseball's here. And nothing goes better in the springtime than baseball. And Miller Lite...
2: Andy, I mean, you're, and now you're speaking my language, baseball and Miller light, no baseball for me today and Miller light. It's here. It's here to make me feel better about my game getting canceled. It's, it's make, it's here to get me through games when they're on. I mean, I cannot wait to be back at the ballpark holding a Miller light, but I can't wait until the show's over and I can go out to my couch and turn on whatever game is on and have me a Miller Lite. Yeah. Baseball and Miller Lite goes together like oh, Eddie said peanut butter and chocolate before. I think it might be an even better duo.
0: I agree. And it's not only the official beer of the Dirty Sports podcast. It's the official beer of the Ruther household. My dad drank it. My brothers drink it. Everybody drinks it. That's the thing. When you have a when you have a Ruther family get together, I, I have a fridge stocked Fool little Easter. My brother, my brother, no lie. Every time he comes home after a long day pulling teeth or doing root canals, whatever he's doing as a dentist, he always drinks a Miller light, guys. So join the Miller Light team. If you haven't already, I, I don't know what what would you be waiting for, Joe? Like, what would the no dirt be waiting on?
2: No, no idea. I there's there's no good excuse for this,
0: guys. Miller light, great taste with only 96 calories and 3.2 carbs. However, you and your friends are enjoying Miller time. You can have the original light beer delivered by going to millerlight.com forward slash dirty sports and find the delivery options near you. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Ninety-six calories, three point two carbs per twelve ounces.
2: Andy, you know we talked about Francisco Lindor's contract, and we asked Eddie what he would do if he had it. You know the very first thing I would do, because now I'm a, uh, you know I'm. Um, I I have $341 million. You can get a lot of phone numbers for $341 million. First thing I do, I'd get the number of somebody very high up at Miller Lite. And I would say, here's my credit card number. I want Miller Lite delivered to my door every single day.
0: Wow. Yeah, that'd be great. It'd be a nice little treat to wake up to.
2: Just send me a fresh sixer every day. Well, can we just send you 30 a week? No, I want it every day. And I want an old school milkman in a Miller Lite uniform. Going, Good morning, Miss Brandon. Yeah, six pack is here. <laughs> I'll say, Well, thank you very much. Here, that's for you. Put a little, little fiver in his pocket. Great to see you. I'll see you tomorrow. Would you like me to take your recyclables from yesterday? I would quite like that. Thank you.
0: Man, and he talks like that. That's perfect. Yeah.
2: Oh, I, I'd be paying for that. Gotcha. You'd be like a, you know, a Meisner trained actor. It's like not even a uh, hello, sir. Good day to you.
0: You know, there's a, there's a Ruther dairy farm. Do you know that?
2: I did not know that.
0: Yeah. Why would you know that? That's a family thing. There, <laughs> there's, uh, I think it was my, my grandfather's brother. I delivered milk. We still have a few of the milk cottons in the, Right out front of the house. We'll see Ruth or Dairy. Maybe that's what I should do. I'm back here.
2: I could get back in the dairy game.
0: Yeah. I wonder if they still have the farm. Start delivering milk. I got a lot of time on my hands. Come on, milk. Milk guy. (laughs) What do you do? I'm a milk guy.
2: Get you a little backpack so you could do a jogging milk guy. I deliver
0: by foot. See? Get my miles in. Check my Apple watch. So UCLA has made it all the way to the final four. I
2: love it. I love it. Playing team. I, I've got three of I, I got three of the four uh final four, correct, Andy. Shut the up. One, the one I didn't get, UCLA. You
0: got the other three though.
2: I did. I got the other three. Houston I had I actually had a 75% uh Texas final four. I had Baylor, Houston, Texas, Gonzaga. Obviously UCLA sneaks in there. I go three for four though, pretty good. I will win my bracket if Baylor wins at all, but only if uh, UCLA upsets Gonzaga. So go Bruins. Huge Bruins fan. And honestly, I'm fine with I'm fine with Bruins winning it all, but I need the Bruins to beat Shabelli's Gonzaga. It would be just so how great would it be? What do you think? Shabelli lives three miles from UCLA. He's close. Gets taken down by his hometown school. I'm rooting hard for the Bruins. Me, Bill Walton, Baron Davis, the O'Bannon brothers, the ghost of John Wooden, Cream. Tyus Edney, Troy Aikman. I mean, you gone go on forever. Yep. Trevor Bauer.
0: That's right.
2: Lots of UCLA fans this week. Well,
0: big one. I I don't think they have a chance. They are 14 point underdogs. Well, listen, they were a playing team. So
2: anything is possible.
0: Mick Cronin. I'll tell you what,
2: it's not the conference of runner ups, Andy.
0: It's the conference of champions. I don't like their coach at all. I think he's a douche.
2: Well, they like
0: him have you watched him on the sideline and obviously I've yeah. watched him for years being that he was he's from here he went to high school here one of our rival high schools and he just has he ever smiled he's just running up and down angry little guy little short ball white guy dude it's, it's they're winning I mean he gets him to play defense he got Cincinnati to play defense too yeah I love it let's go Bruins. I just, his personality is very unlike Bill Walton. Yeah. Well,
2: Bill Walton's not a a basketball coach. Bill Walton's the most entertaining and lovable man on planet earth, but I'm not sure he'd make a great basketball coach. He's like, throw it down or do whatever you want. I don't, (laughs) who am I to tell you what to do in life? As long as you don't swear, anything you do is cool with me. Throw it down, throw it up, shoot, sit out. I don't know. I missed two seasons because my feet hurt. People said, Bill, get some insoles. And I said, how about I just skip the 1981 (laughs) through 1983 NBA seasons and come back with the Celtics? They're like, that works too. (laughs) My toe hurts. I think I'm going to go on tour with the Grateful Dead for two and a half years. Uh, Or he could rehab. He's like, listen, this is my journey. I have to figure it out for myself.
0: Oh, he'd be the coolest dad ever. Yeah, I hope, I hope Luke knows how lucky he was. You think? You think, uh, Bill? I'm sure you probably had some friends like this, where like you like the parent more than your friend. Oh yeah, did you? Where you're like, man, I like to go hang out with Mister or Mrs. So and So. They're cool yeah. as hell.
2: Yeah, you're that friend. I'd way <laughs> rather hang out with Walt. Thank you. I was like, Walt, let's have a Miller light. He's like, it's what? Let <laughs> get to hang out with your son.
0: Oh, that's funny. Yeah, I bet. I bet those guys definitely loved hanging out with with Bill when he brought over the crew. Richard Jefferson.
2: Just a seven foot tall guy walking into the kitchen.
0: Who's making pancakes? <laughs> Oh, that's absolutely amazing. So some breakfast you give UCLA a chance. I have to eat it on the floor like a dog. My back hurts. If you don't get that reference, you got to read his book. Yeah. I don't give UCLA a chance.
2: Okay. I give him a chance, but listen, it's not, it's, it's going to be tough, but boy, will I be rooting for him? How about the Baylor Houston game?
0: A lot closer. Baylor's five point favorites. Two teams from Texas. Houston plays really good D. Well, Baylor's playing good D too.
2: Yeah. I'd love a Baylor UCLA final. The Bruins versus the Bears. Yeah. Bear can come out on top. I mean yeah. what are what is Houston? The Cougars?
0: Yeah. I like the resurgence, man, with the history. Yeah. of of Houston. Yeah, it's just like like obviously that's a great thirty for thirty, the yeah. fast slam Jama. But it's cool. I think I think there's some really cool storylines. Like just in general, who do you think wins it all? I think Gonzaga does, as much as I don't want to say it. I mean, I mean they haven't even. No one's even giving them a game. They're just blowing teams out. It sucks, but yeah. I think they benefit from being in that conference at this point. You think? Well, just I mean, they, yeah, just they don't have to play,
2: you know, you yeah. don't have to go through you 25 and 3, or you know, 28 and 0 or whatever it is, and then you get the one seed, and then you no, know, what's their what's their most difficult
0: matchup in? Creighton, a five seed Creighton? And they blew them out. Yeah, but a lot of these teams, because so many upsets. I believe it was, was it Houston who had a double-digit seed? They played the whole, tourney. Yeah. Am I correct in that? I don't know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they have. That's what's been crazy. There's all these upsets, and then they're you know now at the end you got two number one seeds. Yeah, I think Gonzaga wins it all.
2: I think Baylor wins it all. I think they I think Baylor probably wins it over Gonzaga, but I, I need it to be UCLA. Let's go, Bruins. I want a Bears Bears final. That would be fun. Bill Walden would love that. Yeah. So it's just so- like the time I was camping in Yosemite. I woke up and two Bears were fighting over some food in the woods. I and unfortunately left out some of my oatmeal to de-thaw for the for the morning. Two bears were fighting over it. Two different kinds of bears. It was a black bear and a brown bear. I just didn't know who to root for. In the end, I was just hoping they would come to an agreement to share the oatmeal, but in the end,
0: the brown bear prevailed. You ever seen a wild bear? I have not. That scared scare the shit out of me.
2: I'm pretty sure I was camping one time and a bear came up to our tent. We heard like, we heard like a serious, like we woke up in the middle of the night to like a, (laughs) now it could have been, you know, anything. Yeah. But it, it, it was some, you know, it was either a bear or Tony Soprano. I was outside our tent looking for food because it was, I mean, it was heavy breathing. (laughs)
0: When I was in Montana for my buddy's wedding, like 10 years ago, we went on a hike. And I remember mid hike, I'm talking. I said, to my buddies, I said, dude, this is like, we're in like full bear country. And that's not the first time I've been in bear country. You know, there's, they're all over, right? Like Appalachia is like close to where you grew up and all that stuff too. But I remember saying to my buddies, I "Go, what the fuck do we do? If a bear rolls up here for dudes, going on a hike in the like what we do We just kind of well, looks look at each other like i don't know
2: i have a book bear attacks their causes and avoidance i can give it to you sometime you can read up
0: no i've seen you do that bit yeah you know the last time i saw you do that bit was at. uh you did it at uh the wharf what's it called warehouse oh,
2: the warehouse warehouse yeah, yeah.
0: Old, old Joe Prano bit.
2: Yeah. Started because Pete, Pizza Star, and I, this is a, the, I think it was the first or the second time I ever met Pizza Star. We were at a show in a college in New Jersey and we were sitting, they they put us in like the cafe as a green room. And there was all kinds of like library books just strewn about so you could like read it. And I was like, look at this. This book is called Bear Attacks, Their Causes and Avoidance. I just started thumbing through it. I'm like, this book is fascinating. And I literally just brought it up on stage with me and started riffing out of the book. Cause there is a page that lists all the reasons should should bring that back.
0: By the way, of all the shows you've ever done, like where does, where does that show rank the warehouse as far as like awkward audience hostage takeover? Yeah. Pe- like people are eating dinner and it's like, boom, you got a comedy show. Now you're going to like it. You're going to be stuck here whether you like it or not.
2: It's one of the first shows that like I get regularly booked on when I was in LA. You remember LG? Oh yeah. Hello, I'm LG. That's short for LG. <laughs> LG's got to have been canceled at this point. I mean, L- LG has has to have as many pe- women who have been like, he touched me inappropriately as Deshaun Watson. <laughs> Girls would come up, he'd do the long hug. Oh. And then he'd be like, hello, Joe, from like across room. Good to see you.
0: <laughs> like, You know, he actually hit me up right before the pandemic.
2: You want to do warehouse? He was like, You want to do the warehouse?
0: He left me a voicemail, like a spot has opened up. We'll seeing if you are available to do some time tomorrow at the warehouse. Dude, that show
2: I show is crazy. The warehouse is like the warehouse is like, you know, boat ship themed. And I was whenever I was on stage, it was always like there's like crates hanging from like rope on the, I'm like, i Die in here when like a barrel falls. Like imagine you die, like you're a, you know, you're Mario and Donkey Kong.
0: Dude. I remember my brother and his wife were in town and they were just like, follow me around. That's when I was like doing comedy hard, like bouncing around. Right. Doing like multiple shows a night. And they came and my brother will, they'll never forget this. Like, dude, you go on stage and it's like, you know, just, you know how it is up there. It's like just people eating. They don't know comedy about to hit yeah. them. And these women, the Haitian earthquake could just happen. And I don't know. I'm just like going on some riff and I'm making like Haitian earthquake jokes. And this, this black woman was so offended by me. And she, she stood up and said something at one point and I just kept going and, and they were fucking probably bad jokes too. And You know, back in the day when I would just joke, just a joke, there's there's no substance to it. And I remember leaving with my brother and sister-in-law. And he's like, dude, I I don't, I don't even know how you do. He's like, you literally were just being a dick just to be a dick. And then you just leave. I'm like, that's kind of how it goes sometimes. Welcome to the warehouse, man. As long as you don't swear, LG doesn't care. What what would he allow you? One F word?
2: Uh, No, no F words. He was like, you can use, you know, uh, the occasional S is fine. But no M's, no R's, no F's. We don't need you going Richard Pryor up there. There was like, remember the email?
0: Yeah, he sent out that email. We
2: we don't need you going full Richard Pryor. Please remember that it is a
0: family restaurant. Yeah, dude, maybe you shouldn't be doing comedy. You know who he loved booking was Goldberg. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I bet Goldberg crushed that room. Yeah.
2: Goldberg would get a ride out from Jason and he'd he'd sit down at the negotiation table with LG. I just want some coconut shrimp. (laughs) I don't need to be paid, but I mean, I came from the east side. I got to pay my driver. LG, I know it's not a paid show, but you collect money. I need four coconut
0: shrimp. You know, they did an open mic there for a minute. Oh, yeah. They used to do an
2: open mic before the comedy show. And I'm like, LG, are you trying to ruin your own comedy show? Hey, if you guys want to stick around for comedy, it's going to be great. First, here's some terrible comedy.
0: (laughs) You know what, Joe? All this talk, it's really making me miss. This is the longest I've ever gone without being on stage. It's been over a year. And.
2: Well, get booked at the warehouse when you come out,
0: (laughs) I was going to say, one of the things I miss most about comedy is just this stuff, like the train wreck. There's there's the comedy within the comedy, like a lot of people can't watch it. And there are times where I'm like, oh, this this is unbearable. I got to walk outside. But the train wreck to me is some of the best parts of comedy. Especially when there's shows where the audience doesn't know they're about to be a part of a show. Yeah, which is like such an LA thing. Is that a just New York- thinking about and just thinking about a family that's
2: around the corner at the warehouse? You know, their first time in Los Angeles, they they're staying in the marina. They Google seafood. They take their kids out for like lobster, and in the distance, you got like Maddie Goldberg. Like, I'm too short sure to do doggy style. <laughs> Parents just throwing their kids into the marina so that they don't hear. I'm going up. We there. came. Their Yelp reviews are like, We came for lobster. And then a mentally ill fellow was talking about <laughs> doggy style in the other room. This guy in a vinyl bomber jacket was sexually assaulting open micers. Well, I'm sorry that you had to deal with this while you were eating your lobster. Fun fact my. Name is Lobster Greg, but my friends call me L G.
0: Oh man, I'm crying. This is too funny. We'll end on this note. Roy uh, Williams is retiring. He's hanging it up. Tough one to go out on, man. It's the first time he ever lost in the first round, ever.
2: Talk about limping away.
0: Yeah, nine hundred.
2: Though great, great coach.
0: Nine hundred and three. 903 wins wow three titles all with unc nine final fours four at kansas five at unc 18 conference titles nine at each school i mean he just straight dominated yeah i mean he seem goes like, way back always
2: always seemed like a good guy
0: he was an assistant coach on that unc team that won it with jordan right
2: UNC under Dean Smith goes to Kansas, comes back.
0: Just crushes it.
2: Yeah. Good for Roy Williams.
0: Yeah. He's fourth all time and wins. Crazy. One of the first times I remember him, you know, like you have your first memories is when he took Kansas to the final four in 92, like as a kid, I was like 10 going on 11. I just remember that final four. Like, oh, that's Roy Williams, huh? Is
2: that this Danny is... Manning?
0: No, Manning would have been 88. Okay. So that's
2: pre... that was Roy Williams as well, but that's not just that pre your memory.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. Roy Williams, he took over. Uh, I don't think he was on the Danny Manning title team because that, that was. Uh...
2: Right. Because you said three titles all with UNC. That
0: was. Uh... What's the coach? Why am I forgetting his name? Coach in the NBA. Only coach to win a pro and college title. The Pistons coach. Sixers coach. Larry Brown? Yeah, Larry Brown. Wow. Okay. Did you know that? I did not know that. He's the only coach who's ever won a Division One college title, NCAA tournament title, and NBA title. I mean, that's a pretty exclusive club for Larry Brown to be in.
2: The, um, the rumor is Larry Brown potentially – Somehow involved in Mike Woodson's Indiana staff. No, nope. yeah, I don't even know why he bothers. He's still getting paid by the, the by the Knicks buyout. Stay in your Hampton's house, dude.
0: Dude, he's 80. Yeah, I think it's tough for people to give it up. You know, we talked about LaRusso earlier in the show. Yeah, I just think these guys have nothing else. And I don't blame them for the re- like. I think it's it's not easy for people to retire. I saw it with my dad. Man. It's easy for me to retire. In I fact,
2: we're doing it right now. Bye,
0: Andy. You guys can follow us at uh, the Dirty Sports on Twitter and Instagram. Drop an iTunes review. Leave your Twitter Instagram handle, and I will send you some koozies.
2: At Joe Prano on all social media except for Twitter at Fix Your Life. New Dirty Slides podcast is out. We go way in depth on all the baseball. Um, so check that out and uh, keep drinking Miller Light. I want some photos sent to me uh, on Twitter of you enjoying the start of baseball season with a cold Miller Light in your hand. Tag it'll, Miller Light. Tag me. Tag Miller Light. That cold beer will warm my cold heart. Show me you drinking Miller Lite, watching baseball. That's 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 what we need more of in this world. We need more people sitting around watching baseball, drinking Miller Lite.
0: Yeah. Baseball, Andy. Baseball. You know, I have a love-hate thing, as you know, with baseball, but I don't have as much stuff to do now that I'm in quality of life, Bill. My goal is 10 Reds games, mm-hmm. which I don't think is a crazy goal. If you figure, you know, the, the season is what? Seven months. Yeah. So I'm gonna hit up a lot of day games. Yeah, why not? All right there, balls. Enjoy opening day. Enjoy April Fools. And we will be back on Monday. A very special episode on Monday. It is the seven year anniversary of my denting. Wow. Yeah. Maybe I'll I'll read some of the medical stuff. Yeah. So we can really get into it. All right, guys. Have a great weekend. Much love to everybody. Oh, and
2: one more thing before you sign off, Andy. Everybody, one more time, go watch or listen to Eddie F's album, Sweet Home Alabama. Eddie, well, you know, I didn't want to do this when he was on, but I'll do it here at the end of the show before we wrap up. Eddie has been the single most supportive comedian in my career in terms of taking me on the road, letting me do his podcast support. Like, you know, a lot of, a lot of the stuff that's happened this, you know, whole podcast. Like I started a podcast after getting a lot of love on Eddie's podcast. Andy asked me how to start a podcast after I started a podcast. Like Eddie has had a lot of hand in, in both of our comedy careers.
0: So please watch or listen yeah. to Eddie's special. And, and, and he's an, you know, I'll say this, Eddie's an all around really good dude. He is yeah. like, like, I know I shouldn't be doing this at the end of the show because hopefully people can hear this, but he is like, he's, he's reached out to me multiple times to check in on me. And, uh, that to me says a lot about him. Anybody who reaches out like that unsolicited, like, Hey man, how you doing? Everything. All right. He's a good dude. So go support a special sweet home, Alabama on that note, let's sign off. Have a great weekend. And as always stay dirty.